When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Welcome back to Books and Stuff Podcast. I'm Danielle. And I'm Zach. And this week we're talking all about our January reads, basically our how we started our 2023. Yeah, 2023 is now almost two weeks deep, and we have gotten some pretty good books uh, finished so far. Uh, I just finished one that was whatever, but we'll get to that later. Um I'm at five reads for the year so far. And I'm at six with two books that were over like 600 pages. So, yay. Right. So he's off to a really great start, like page wise and also reading books that have been on his TBR for a while. And you've had five star reads, too. And I have read five books, like I said, and honestly, I've liked all of them. One of them I'm still kind of up in the air about, but we'll get to that in just a second. So before we get started, don't forget to rate and review this podcast wherever you listen to the podcast. And that really helps us out. And we thank you so much. So let's get into what we're currently reading first and talk about like our bookish weeks. Neither of us have really read a whole lot this week. Uh, not this week, no. Uh, the previous week we were on vacation, so we read a lot more. And so this week was our first week, like back with working and stuff like that. And so well, that's so you, kind of been what's taken up most of the time is work. I was able to get a book done that was not read super two. long. The Laws of the Skies you read like on Sunday. Oh, yeah, that is correct. And I've read one. I just finished my first one yesterday, but I am actually off work this weekend. So I should be able to finish another one or two books. We're recording this on Friday. Friday the 13th, so... Happy... Slasher. Happy Slasher Day. Uh, yeah, so do you want to talk about what you're currently reading, which is... Nothing. No. <laughs> <laughs> right, so... You I ha- just finished a book yesterday, and then I had League Night last night, and then it's now the morning before I have to go to work, and you have to go to work. So I currently don't have anything that I'm reading. I have but a few it's options. Because yeah, I have a few things I have in mind to read. Well, um, it's because you you work all weekend, so you won't be able to read anything. And then you're starting a new book on Tuesday and like power hour. Tuesday it. release day, Grady Hendrix, How to Sell a Haunted House. Isn't that what it is? Yep. And we're doing a whole podcast episode dedicated to that. I am probably going to be doing a mix of physical and audio, and he will just be doing audio. Yay. And we've had a lot of people message that they're going to read it with us, so that's really exciting. Um, But how was your last read, and what was it? So the book I just finished was The House in the the Pines. I was about to say Sky. The House in the Pines by Anna Reyes. So I think I'm going to settle on three stars with this book. I had some issues with it. Mainly the biggest one that... Well, what's like the elevator well, so, pitch? Well, honestly, what, okay. So let me backtrack to before I started this book. Danielle, Actually, let's backtrack once more. This book just came out the first week of January. So it's like a new thriller release. Now back to you. <laughs> now let's forward track it. Yeah. <laughs> um, 
I originally was going to read Hunted by Darcy Coates. That was my original plan. And then the last second I changed my mind because I wanted to get a shorter book out of the way. It was a new thriller release. So I decided to read The House in the Pines. And me being the thriller person I am, usually don't really like look at the synopsis before I read it. But I did for Hunted. So the entire first hour I was listening to this book, because the premise of Hunted is like this girl goes missing in the woods and like people are trying to find her and this and that. First hour I'm listening to this book and I'm like, when the hell is this lady going to get stuck in the woods? And like my mind was just on like Hunted, but I was not reading that book. So in fairness, the first while of this book, I was expecting something completely different because I had the intentions of reading something completely different. And that just wasn't the case. So if I were to elevator pitch this book, it's about a woman who I honestly don't even remember her name because we keep jumping around between characters a lot. Um, I think her mom's name is Brenda um, Maya. Maya, I think Maya, I think is her name. Um, and basically Maya used to be like good friends with this guy named Frank. And Frank is this really like weird, suspicious guy. And basically what happens is these like women just die in front of him, like mysteriously. And this what most recent one, which was like a couple years after her best friend died to him, um, like gets her triggered to be like, all right, he's like definitely like the suspect when like everyone else is like, no, it's just, you know, a coincidental thing that these women are just dying in front of this guy. And so basically the problem that we get is like, we're in like a current day situation. And then there's like three chapters in a row of it going like back to like the past. And then when we get back to present day, it's like literally a second after like, like basically no time has elapsed. And so it's just like, okay, we just had like these three chapters or so of like, backstory and now it's like we're literally right back to where you ended the one chapter before those back pages and so it was just kind of throwing me off and then there there's like a chapter two where we're like following brenda which is her mom and like it was just was weird it just didn't seem like coherent i think is the word i want to say it didn't like seem to flow together all that nicely cohesive it like didn't seem to like flow together all that nice. And uh, it, it was whatever. I mean, I liked the story and the plot. It was just, I feel like it was too jumpy and that makes it, sense. it just kind of like, so I'm going to settle on a three star. I also was reading this when I was struggling through a video game. So that also didn't really oh help gosh. much. Um, but I will probably just settle on a three star. It was, entertaining but again it i kind of screwed myself by expecting this woman to get lost in the woods when the woods woods weren't really even involved in the first while so well yeah so we kind of did a hard turn for you to read that book a because it was shorter and b we had plans to do a like new release thriller either like vlog or video for one of our channels or even like a podcast or something and so i just finished reading just the nicest couple by Mary Kapika, which just came out on January 10th. And so that was like mine. I was physically reading that. It took me a little bit longer to get through. And also 
um, he was reading The House in the Pines, and we kind of thought he was going to finish that on Wednesday, but stuff came up, and so that didn't end up happening. Um, so that was kind of why we took the shift away from Hunted to that book, and that video didn't even end up happening. It still could, though. I am currently in the middle of the book, and I am reading What Lies in the Woods, I think is the title, by Kate Alice Marshall, and... I've only just barely started it because I literally finished Just the Nicest Couple last night, Thursday night, when uh, we're recording this on Friday morning. And then I started right away uh, What Lies in the Woods. This one, I can't give a whole lot. Like I said, I just started it. But basically, these three 11-year-olds, they like get attacked in the woods, and one of them gets stabbed 17 times at 11 years old, and they get the attacker put into jail and the whole like um, twisty uh, elevator pitch that's been going around is that like they put the wrong person in prison and right away at the beginning of the book, you find out that that man dies in prison and it's 20 years later, I think. And so obviously that's all still on their mind. And this is when the man they put in prison died. And it looks like, um, we're going to kind of be figuring out or trying to get to the bottom of who actually was the one who attacked them and everything. So kind of like a time jump thing. Yeah. So I'm liking it, I guess. Like I said, I'm not far enough into it to really have like that big of an opinion. I think I'm only like 30 pages in. But our 2023 reading, like we said, I've read five books and I'll run them down for you real quick. I read The Shining by Stephen King. We're not really going to talk about that book in this episode because we did an entire episode dedicated to The Shining, which should be last week's episode if you're listening to this like on release week um, or just check it out in our like catalog. It was like the first January one. Yeah. And then I read The Silent Woods by Kimmy Cunningham Grant. I read Gone to See the River Man by Christopher Triana. I read Just the Nicest Couple by Mary Kapika, and then we both actually read The Laws of the Skies by Gregory, and I don't know how to say the last name, but we'll try to link the information down below, and we've posted all about these books on our Instagram too, which we'll plug that real quick. Go check out Books and Stuff Instagram, or Books and Stuff Podcast over on Instagram, and you can keep more up to date with what we're currently reading, what we've been reading, and all of that good stuff. We post a lot about releases because we research all of that and it's exciting for us. So those are the five books that I read. And do you want to give the six that you've read? Obviously the one similar one is the laws of the skies. Yeah. So I started the year with a King as well. I read Duma key, which was not planned that we both started the year with King, but it just kind of randomly happened. And you didn't even know that I started the year with King until I was like halfway through the book. I feel like, well, yeah, it was a Thursday. You literally sent me a picture. You sent me what I thought was just a picture of like a book you were reading and it ended up being a video. And I had no idea what you were reading. You didn't ask anything about it. And well, I was yeah. like, I'm reading The Shining. <laughs> you like literally you sent me a picture of a page and I should have actually just read what the page said because it said Mr. Torrance on it. So I was like, oh, cool. She started a book and like the play button that like was on the video like, I thought it was just some weird glitch with, like, the camera. And so I was like, all right, well, yeah, she just sent me a weird picture. And then, like, an hour later, while I was still bowling and you're at work, you're like, so did you like the video I sent? And I'm like, what? 
So that's how I found out you're reading The Shining. Um, then I read The Island by Adrian McKinty. I always have an issue with his name. Um, that was a really good book. Uh, Take Me Apart by Sarah Slager. Yep. Um, again, kind of like The House on the Pines. Underwhelming. Um, then I read Swan Song by Robert McCammon. And yikes. Um, really good book. And then I also read The Laws of the Skies by I, the person you said. I can't say his name either. Um, and I, we had very differing views on that book. Let's just uh, leave it at that. So out of your six books, you had three that were four stars or higher? Um, yes, because Dumaki was a four star. The Island and Swan Song were five stars. Right. And then out of my five books, I haven't had... I'm still deciding on just the nicest couple. Let me let me have that. I just finished it literally less than like 12 hours ago. I, it's going to be probably in between a three and a four star. That one has been my least favorite read of the month so far, but it wasn't a bad read. And then the rest of them, honestly, were like 4.5 or higher. I've had a really good start to the year. So Yikes. pretty exciting. So I would say... Uh, like we said, we're not going to talk about The Shining at all, really, in this. Let's talk about The Silent Woods, because, like I said, that's when I started the year with, and you have actually read that one. I think it was last year. Mm-hmm. It was last year I read Beginning that Beginning of the year, and it yeah. stuck with you all year. It was my, basically, it was my second, I mean, if you exclude um, 11-22-63, um, which we still got to do the podcast on that, my goodness. Um, it was basically my favorite book of the year. Um, I felt obligated. I felt obligated to not put Gone Girl in front of it because that was just too obvious of a choice. And honestly, The Silent Woods was just purely a more heartwarming, better book. Um, I really enjoyed it. It was a really solid story, and I loved it. So you're the one who's got the most recent memory of the book. So why well, don't yeah. you give the pitch of this one? So I will. And we also, I also made a 23 books to read in 2023 list. The Silent Woods was on that list. And actually the Shining was also on that list. And Gone to See the River Man was also on that list. I didn't remember that all three of those were on the list, but I was trying to make a template of the 23 books so I could, be checking them out throughout the year and i've already read three of them which is pretty exciting the silent woods i put on the list because it was one of zach's favorite books like he said and also i was planning to do a video that was like reading my husband's favorite books which is why i chose the shining the silent woods but both of those books i just like could not keep up with uh, filming like reactions or updates or anything because I just wanted to keep reading them. Well, yeah, you're just so into it. Yeah. So these silent ones, which is still a video that I want to do in the future, but I've got to choose different books for that. Do the next King book. No. Um, so these silent woods is about this father and daughter who are living kind of off the grid. They are purposely living off the grid because the father is um, kind of harboring a lot of secrets Um, he's had a past of some things, you know, that he can't get caught for, 
um, in the present. So and he's trying to keep it from his daughter, yes. so that way she doesn't know. And her name is really cool, I, Finch. Finch, yes, that's what it was. And the dad's name is Cooper. And so every year, once a year, they have a friend named Jake who comes and brings them supplies that's supposed to last the whole year. Well, it becomes like January 15th or whatever, and Jake hasn't come. He always comes on January 14th. And they're like, oh my gosh, we have to go out and get supplies. And literally, like, Finch has never been in a, in a store her whole life because they have to be so hidden. And he is like, I've got to go to the store. I've got to get us supplies, obviously, because we need to live. And that is like a whole journey in and of itself. You're basically, this is basically a story of like survival. There's some suspense. It's not a thriller uh, per se. It's just very suspenseful and it's really heartwarming at times. And the ending is really heartwarming. I really, really liked this book. I gave it five stars and I could also see this book um, making it through the entire year and being a favorite. I mean, yeah, that's literally what happened with me. It was such an amazing book. And honestly, the first book I read last year, The Maid, also pushed its way all the way through the whole entire year. So that's one I think you said you have on your list of 23 books, I think, as well. I don't know if it's on that list, but it was also it was on my list of like reading my husband's favorite books. I was gonna say that would maybe be book like twenty five. Something like that. So yeah, that was another great book for my start of the year why don't you talk about the island so the island is my second adrian mckinty book again i said it correct yay um and it's literally i i read the chain we did a buddy read of the chain last year and or was it there before no it's 2022 and i think we both ended up giving it four stars or something around that um it literally would have been a five if it wasn't for the second act of the book. Um, that's where it fell flat for me. Um, the Island, however... Was a 2022 release. Yes. This this was his 2022 release. The Chain, I think, was 2021. But we didn't... Something like that. I'm not but, sure. Yeah. Don't, don't quote us. Um, but The Island was a really good book. I thoroughly enjoyed it. It stayed good pretty much the entire way through um basically i mean i gave it five stars basically we're following a family who i believe is going to australia um for like a trip or south america or something like that um i can't remember the place off the top of my head but um basically what happens is they go there because the dad has got like a trip like for business he's got to be like part of some meeting um believe his name is tom and what happens is um his new wife is a bit younger. Their first, you know, the kids, like, so he's got kids, a son and a daughter. And their first mom, I believe, passed away. And basically what, well, yeah, yeah, that was the whole big plot. Yeah, she died falling down the stairs and, like, died from her, like, injuries and stuff. And I believe the boy's name is Oscar. And I think there's... I can't remember the daughter's name. That's one of the things I've learned about myself with books. I'm terrible at names. Basically, what transpires is they go to this uh, resort and they want to go to an island because they were told that, you know, you're not going to see that much wildlife here, but on this separate island, there's lots of it. 
And then the guy was like, but you can't go over there. And it's like, to me, I was like, okay, well, then why mention it? But whatever. Um, so they go over to the other island. They convince the guy to let him go. Like the family go and see more animals. And they hit a woman on a bike on accident with their car and kill her. And basically, like, the people on the island just hold them all hostage. They do terrible things to everybody. Um, it's basically a thriller survival story. I will say there are some parts that feel a little bit weird. Like, half the people on the island, like, want to have their way with, like, the older woman and the daughter. So those parts are a little bit cringy, but... Other than that, it was a really solid story. I liked how it ended. It was not something I kind of figured would have happened. There was a decent twist um, towards the end about Tom and like the reason why, like the final decision to like, you know, I mean, I can't say much more than what I've already said um, to seal the fate, I guess I will say um, was kind of cool and i really enjoyed it it was a really solid book i would definitely recommend it and i hope it's one that you end up trying to read this year because it was uh, it was a really good book i probably will give it a try at some point um it's not on my like immediate tbr but we'll we'll give it a try at some point i did actually want to read it last year but we ended up not having like a physical copy of it really ever we had the uh library copy for you to read this time Switching gears a little bit more to my reads, I'm going to touch on the two short horror books together because I had similar thoughts for both of them. Um, We'll start with Gone to See the Riverman because the other one we both read. So Gone to See the Riverman was about uh, this girl. Oh, I gave this like four and a half stars, five stars. I don't know whatever uh this girl she's like obsessed with this serial killer who's currently in prison and they like have been setting sending letters back and forth to each other and the guy what's his name i can't remember the serial killer's name i can't remember his actual name but they just referenced edward edward that sounds um and so he was like, well, do you want to do me like a favor? Why don't you go or go to the river man and deliver this key? And so she will basically do anything for this guy. And so she does. Her sister comes along with her sister has um, like mental disabilities. I'm not totally sure what. It is exactly that she has. I listened to this on audiobook and I kind of have a little bit of beef with the audiobook, but I'm not going to really touch on that here. Um, And basically they go on their journey to go see the river man and things transpire from there. It's a short novella or short novella. So I can't really talk more about that. This is a very disturbing book. It was a very dark book. And I, that's something that I enjoy reading. It's not necessarily something that I would ever um it's it's hard to enjoy stuff like that but as a story i thought it was really well done you read this and you thought opposite of me and the laws the laws of the skies (laughs) i also really enjoyed that book and you also did not i feel like there's a certain point in like disturbing books because you you do like disturbing books but i think there's like it's it's an emotional for me i think the problem i run into is when it involves like 
a close family member or like a younger person, like if something happens to them, like honestly, like the how, the cabin at the end of the world, very great book. I docked at points because of what happened to a character. These two books. You rate on emotion. Well, yeah. And that's, you know, Daisy Darker, five-star book. I think I ended up doing four and a half and docked it a half a star because of what happened towards the end of the book. Ultimately, I think when I did my, like, final ranking, I gave it five because it was just that good of a book. But these two books here, I, like, I couldn't deal with it. It was just... It, well, it, it was really harsh and like I get your point where it's like it's not really like you got to be following the story. It's not you don't want to get like, writing this book to make you feel anger like you're not supposed to necessarily enjoy what you're reading. But that's the author's that's what he's aiming to do. Oh, yeah. No, I so I get it. It's I just hard because you don't want to like a book that deals with some of these things like for instance. Um, the Girl Next Door by Jack Ketchum. Yeah, that's, that's a, a five-star book, but it's you hate you hate giving a book five stars with what happens in it. I mean, this is not that's one I did not read by the way. I just know that Zach has said that, and that's same with me with like Rage, like by Richard Bachman, Stephen King. Like it's a book that's like it's not a terrible story or a terrible premise, but it's, it's just the actions and... that happen within the book are like bad i literally remember when i was in i think it was like middle school and one of the school books that we had to read like they gave us suggestions and one of them was literally about like these two kids who like plot a school shooting like literally i remember reading it and i'm just like how could they have let us pick this book like what what the heck i don't even remember what it was but like it was a really bad book and like that was similar to one of my high school reads I had to do, which we've talked about this before. Yeah, but, but that's not what we're talking about now. So The Laws of the Skies, we'll touch on that quick. Like I said, that was one that I really enjoyed. That one for me was more of like a four star, though. Um, and that one, you're following a class of six-year-olds who go on a like camping trip with three different chaperones. There's the teacher and then two parent chaperones. And one, this is not a spoiler, one of the six-year-olds, his name is Enzo, he is not having a good time, he definitely has anger issues, and you basically see him essentially try and, like, wreak havoc on the kids and the camp and everything. That's not a spoiler, that's literally in the synopsis. Yeah, no. And there's, like, no room to breathe in this book, it's literally, like, once it gets going, it's it's a slasher essentially so well, yeah it's pretty much a slasher book the, literally everyone dies and that's not I mean, a spoiler either yeah no it, it it literally says that in the first chapter like literally it's in like, the synopsis too like yeah no one will live in this book and so for me i gave that one four stars just because i liked the story in and of itself but at the end of the day like we're talking about a six-year-old like terrorist basically well, and so yeah. it's hard to that's why I docked at points that and the fact that like the way he again, I can't say the author's name. I can't pronounce it. So I apologize. Um, but the one of the biggest issues I had with the book was it was written in a format to where it, these kids didn't really seem like they're six year olds. They were acting like they're like middle school or like high school kids. Yeah. So like even some of the like verbiage they used like 
there's no way a six-year-old can know that word. Like, I, I, like, excuse me, but no, like, it's just not possible. So for me, it was like a perspective thing. I think I gave this two stars. Same with Gone to See the River Man. It was like two or three stars. But this book, it was like, I really didn't want to read about six-year-olds like doing the things these six-year-olds were doing. And I get it. It's a survival thing. You got to do what you got to do. But like, I like you said, you know, the author wrote this book. So you like wouldn't enjoy, like really enjoy reading about it. But like, I guess, like we said earlier, it kind of hits me more on the emotional level. Cause it's like, I don't want to be reading about that kind of stuff. That's like dark and I don't like that. So, yeah. But so... like I said, the biggest thing was like, they're six-year-olds, but like, the way they communicate and talk with each other and how they act and think it's like, these are like high school kids. Like these kids are 16, not six. So I get what you're saying, but yeah, I gave it four stars. And so I have one book left to talk about. And Zach has two that he's probably going to touch on. Do you want to just talk about take me apart? Like just real quick. Um, yeah, it was a book that I really did not think was good. In my opinion, I gave it three stars. Really, it's probably about two and a half-ish. The problem I had with this one is basically you're following a photographer who dies and like a journalist seems to believe that it was not in uh, a suicide, which is what it was deemed. She believes that she was murdered. And you basically try you basically and have like out. this 300-page book of trying to figure out what happens and, and like trying to figure the out the truth. And literally the ending was exactly what you would expect it to be it like literally is a book about like literally somebody just telling the truth like there was the amount of twists was basically a straight noodle okay well that's it for your books that you didn't like though because now you have duma key and swan song left correct and i have just the nicest couple left so let's jump in to those all right so do you want to start with duma key uh yes so Duma Key, first book I read in 2023. Feels weird to keep saying 2023. It does. Um, and Stephen King, duh. Um, this, Elevator pitch first. So this book, we are following a gentleman named Edgar Fremantle, who was in a work accident and lost his right arm. Um, he also lost his wife and his kids. Um, divorce was what that was like. They didn't die or anything. Um, the wife just couldn't handle him like the way he was. Cause basically he was like in a vegetation state for like a long time, um, trying to like recover. He couldn't like, he hardly could hear anything. Um, eventually he started getting all those feelings back and all that. And he, uh, ultimately what happens is his doctor asks him, you know, cause he can't go back into the workforce um, at least with the job he was doing and his basically his doctor's like was there something that you liked doing in the past something that was like a hobby and he was like well i used to sketch and he was it's like a long elevator ride yeah, yeah i know <laughs> um just like the one you had yesterday it was fantastic um basically he takes up drawing and he moves to the island of duma key and mysterious things start happening on the island with his drawings and he gets warnings from this like older woman that he meets um he befriends a gentleman named wireman um i can't think of his first name but wireman is what he usually went by um 
really cool character. I really liked him and the friendship between him and Edgar was really cool. Um, yeah, basically some sus things start happening with his paintings. Mysterious things start happening to the people who like take possession of them. Um, like people start dying or like getting sick and like tragic things start happening. And he gets basically warned, like there's this entity on the Island that's like possessing the paintings and stuff like that. It gets really weird. And I ultimately settled, I think on like four, four and a half ish stars. Honestly, this is like a middle Um, of the pack King book for you. It's a higher end middle of the pack. It's kind of like where the stand sits right now. It's like, I know it's a good book, but like, it's not quite in my top like 15 or so, which is I'm going to be rereading that soon. Is this more of a thriller or a horror? Um, I mean, that's the problem with King. It's like, it could be like anything. It's like horror thriller. There's like some ghost stuff in it. It's like supernatural yeah it's it's king like honestly when it comes to book categories i think stephen king is like his own category because like he dives into like so many of the other ones it's just like it's not even fair um so yeah mysterious things happen the reason i docked it and i've told this to danielle i literally had to read about something to happen towards the end on a boat or like a giant ship because i was just lost i didn't know what was going on on the boat and once I figured out what happened, I was like, okay, I mean, that makes sense. So ultimately, I'm going to settle on about four and a half stars with this book. Not quite a five. Um, it it's was still a really good rating. Oh, yeah. I, I mean, yeah, it's a half a star, less than five. So That's awesome. Um, really good book. I enjoyed it. The characters were cool. Uh, his daughter was really cool as well. Um, I mean, tragic things literally happen, and it's sad. One of the you know well so you have about like 10 king books left right to read in the like his general knowledge or knowledge uh novel fiction no, novels i think i have a little bit more than that because i know i have I, much more i have a lot of collections i still need to read and that's the part that's annoying like nightmares and dreamscapes everything's eventual um well, yeah, let's yeah. not name them all. Well, yeah, I'm not going to sit here and name every book. I, say. I also still need to read Sleeping Beauties. That was honestly going to be my first book of the year. I was going to read Sleeping Beauties. But I uh, don't hear that many good things about that book. So I figured I'd start with a book that I heard good things about, which was Doomakey. And I was not really that disappointed. So Nice. Um, Sleeping Beauties may be the read for February. However, because of another book that I read this month, I've been on like a tear of trying to read another Stephen King book. Um, but I think you're going to talk about your last book first, and then I'll talk about my last book. Yeah. So now I'm going to touch on Just the Nicest Couple uh, by Mary Gupika again. So I finished this yesterday, and I kind of almost read this all in one sitting. I had like 30 pages left that I had to go back and finish at night. This book you're following, here's like the pitch. There's two couples that you're really paying attention to. We have a husband and wife over here and then a husband and wife over here. One husband has gone missing in one marriage and the other couple, they, the wife of that couple kind of maybe had something to do with it. And so you're trying to figure out exactly what happened to husband number one and you're going through that journey 
And also the two wives of these couples are co-workers. They both teach at the same high school and they're very good friends. So there's kind of a little bit of a, uh, what do you want to call it? Like conflict of friendship going on here. And I really liked it. Like if it flew by for me, I am still torn on my rating because of the ending. I'm kind of letting it simmer a little bit, but if you're looking for a fun thriller that's super fast-paced, I would recommend this book. I, like I said, I still am debating on my rating. This isn't a five-star, but I'm deciding between, like, I don't know, like a three-and-a-half, four-star, something like that. But I really liked it. There were some good, there were a couple twists at the end, and also um, it's very, like, I don't know. You, oh, it's alternating chapters between Nina's perspective, which is the wife of the missing husband, and then Christian, who's the husband of the other couple, basically. And he's, like, trying to figure out what exactly his wife did and how much she actually has to do with this missing guy. So, I don't know. I liked it. I recommend it. And you can check out Goodreads. I'm pretty sure we have the always linked down below, too, to see what my rating ends up being. I don't ever usually rate things until like a little bit later. I try not to rate things right away as soon as I finish a book. So check out Goodreads for that. And I think that was one that you maybe wanted to read, right? It sounded intriguing. And I honestly want to say because of the pitch you gave me of it yesterday. Um, yeah. She so... Okay. So the pitch she gave me yesterday, for well, the, it wasn't really a pitch. She was explaining what was she was explaining what was going on and like ranted about the book. And she it was probably like almost 10 or 15 minutes long. Just going in circles. And I like literally circles. You mentioned somebody flushing a toilet upstairs probably four separate times. And it was the same toilet, the same like like instance. So I don't know. I'm not gonna say you turned me off of the book, but it's definitely it one a that really quick read, so I, it could be worth it. It's one I think I'm going to push back a little bit, but uh, yeah. Uh, besides transitioning that, into swan song, so you need to keep this brief. We're potentially doing a podcast where this book is going to be featured again. Podcast. Um. So <clears throat> the book of the year so far, <laughs> two weeks into January, and I'm already getting cut off. Also, let's say that this was on your this has been on your five star predictions and has been on numerous TBRs and stuff. Now continue. Book yeah. of the year. Um two weeks into 2023, and I already have like my book of the year. By the um, way, if you could see us right now, as soon as he started talking about this book, I literally just like backed all the way up because I'm like, I'm not gonna be able to get a word in for probably like 10 minutes right now. I'm I'm hopefully not gonna take that long. Um, so basically Swan Song is okay. If you've read Stephen King's The Stand, that's basically this book. We are following a which back to me. Um, you read this because of that. You had read Wanderers by Chuck Wendig and Fireman by Joe Hill, and so you're kind of like trying to create a list of books that are claimed to be similar to that. So that was like post-apocalyptic. Yeah. Like beefer books is what I'm looking for. Cause so I've technically have read it... bird box and yeah. um, 
I am specifically legend. to the Stan Stephen King. So that's what got you to read this book. Now back to you. No, thank you. Um, we're following a couple different uh, group of survivors. So a nuclear holocaust um, transpires in the first couple of chapters in this book. Um, literally between us and it, this book to me kind of sounds like what would have happened if like the Cold War like heated up and we actually sent all the nukes off. Um, we're following a wrestler named, uh, I believe his name was Josh, Josh Hutchins or something like that. Um, and his survival story, he meets a young girl named Swan and like, he's like told in like a, like a dream state, like protect the girl or like something like that. And so he, he's like this, like six foot seven ginormous, like black man, probably one of my favorite characters of all time. It comes in super clutch at the end of the book to like, save the day and like it, it it literally this book out of all the post-apocalyptic books i've read like honestly that's going to be a podcast episode to be ready this has probably so far been my favorite like it is really really good um and then you get the other side of the spectrum there's like the good versus evil um along with swan and josh there's this uh nun woman names uh um sister um and she's like she has this ring that has got this weird power and like this really sketchy guy who's supposed to be like the randall flag of the story um they call him like the man with the crimson eye or something like that um he's the main bad guy that we're following and like he wants the ring and like they're tasked to like go to this base to like you know, save the world, more nukes were like going to get sent off or something like that. And like, it, it, it's this really, really good book. I really, really enjoyed it. And honestly, it gave me an idea for my giant post-apocalyptic book that I'm going to write one day. I also need to write a book in general one day. Um, so stay tuned for that. Zach Bartel on the bookshelves in your local uh, bookstores, 2024. Um, but uh or But yeah, this book was really solid. I thoroughly enjoyed it. And the problem I ran into is now I want to reread the stand. And that is a 48 hour audiobook. Um so I could usually listen to a book at two times speed as well, so that'll bring it down a day. Um but I've kind of thrown myself into a hole now because now I want to reread the stand. And that is definitely like not on the docket like anytime soon. Um, that was going to be honestly my reread for October if we did it 2023. Um, but now I might do it sooner because I don't know. I like want to just read that dang book. Um, so, yeah, there's my not quite 10 minute rant of Swan Song because I want to do a podcast episode with it. So um, there you have Swan Song by Robert McCammon. And really, all of our 2023 reads as of Friday the 13th. Because, like I said, I might be reading slash finishing a couple more before Monday when this podcast drops. But I see what you did there. Next. Thank you. Next podcast should be Grady Hendrix, How to Sell a Haunted House Deep Dive. Correct. Because that is going to be the reading vlog that I do next week. 
when it comes out or I guess tomorrow, starting it tomorrow, depending on when you listen to this. Right. So that's super exciting. And yeah, overall, we've had a great start to 2023 with our reading. You've read some five-star books that are probably going to stick with you until the end of the year. And I have like literally not read a bad book yet. So yas. Yas. I wonder how that like tongue click is going to sound on the uh, the mic. Anyway, <laughs> let's stop doing that. Now you're so, going to have it twice. Oh my gosh. Anyway, that's it for our episode. And don't forget to rate and review this podcast wherever you listen. Don't forget to check out the Instagram books and stuff podcast over on Instagram. And we'll have our personal Instagrams, I think, linked down below as well as our YouTube channels. Go check those out get me to like a thousand subscribers because that would be like really really cool and get me to five that'd be really cool as well yes so we will see you in next week's episode i hope you have we hope you have a great week and we will catch you in the next one goodbye bye 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 bye